Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Anyway, let's start the episode. And welcome to another episode of Mystery on the Rocks, the show where unsolved mysteries and... Cocktails come together. Hello. Wow, we're, we're, we're fast approaching the end of our Hollywood series, aren't we? I hate to break it to you guys, but there's only, including this one, three left. No. Only three? Oh, Unless we think man. of any last minute that we could shoehorn in that chronologically fit. But... Yeah. I think we should cover the MAGA riots. <laughs> Do they count as Hollywood? Puku. I mean, Trump was in a film. Yeah. Yeah. And he was in McDonald's advert. Him and Grimace. He was like, Grimace, I don't know how you do it. (laughs) I reckon it should be a finale to our political series, though, rather than our Hollywood one. Oh, yeah. Good idea. Good idea. idea. Uh, With me, as always, is the voices you are now hearing, um, Suze Kempner. Hi. Mega. (laughs) I always think you're going to say maggot when you say maggot. that. Cause it feels That's like what I call them. I call them yeah. the maggots. Yeah. <laughs> they are maggots. And uh, Chris Stokes? Lock her up. Oh, <laughs> what? Just because I'm a maggot? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Masood Vilas. Hello. Hello. Woo. Hey, everybody. How are you? Yeah, Good. all right. Yeah. Pretty it's, fucking great. It's been, a, it's been a, a, another eventful week. Yeah. Know, right? It feels like... Yeah, we're doing this silly podcast, and we ended up doing it throughout the pandemic. They mm. are like little time capsules, aren't they? So it's it like, is, yeah. What's happened since the last one? A fucking armed insurrection. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I quite like the fact that because um, a lot of podcasts that I listen to, they don't, they like make it a point of not covering anything in the news they just don't mention right. it they don't mention the pandemic because they're like oh people want to yeah, get away yeah, from that yeah, yeah. whereas i like the fact that we go here's where the world is right now mm-hmm. according to yeah. us well, I quite like, yeah again like you said time caps i remember i went back and listened to the the just before the election uh, not yeah. the u.s election the uk election and that was quite oh, yeah. fun to hear some of that and be like oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was the day it was announced wasn't it hopeful. 2019 election we were hopeful, hopeful. We were hopeful but, yeah. and realistic. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it, it and gives it funny. And hey, it gives it that little bit of like that, I don't know, just that thing of like, hey, th- these are real people, not just a bunch of robots recording and being like, nobody wants to hear about the world. <laughs> One of the stories that came about from uh, the MAGA riots on the Wednesday, the uh, sedition, <laughs> was a guy, well, there were five deaths, and... Um, no one should die because of the MAGA riots, but no. one of them was a guy tasered himself in the balls till he had a heart attack. Yeah. Now, it's just come out today, <laughs> his wife said that's fake. not what happened. Yeah. However, uh, it is canon, so it happened. <laughs> it's, I'm afraid that's, uh, yeah, the internet has spoken. <laughs> Give me yeah. my tase balls. <laughs> it's, uh... <laughs> I'm going to insist on tase balls, how about yeah. that? <laughs> Mystery on the rocks, yeah. Mystery 
I mean, that that's even to be there when that happened, when he's just mm. like to be like, dude, you okay? My balls, my balls. <laughs> Mega. You'd have to pretend, wouldn't you? You're like, oh shit, I've just tasered myself in the balls. And yeah. people are saying, are you all right? You're like, nah, honestly, it's okay. It's all right. Although oh. in my head, he's on the ground shaking and like, you know, that like sort of old school movie style smoke is just coming out from his trousers. <laughs> ah! And his hair's all standing up. Yeah. In Home Alone 2, there's a bit where the burglars get electrocuted and obviously they're like, oh, it has Home Alone 2, so we better go one up from Home Alone 1. And Daniel Stern gets electrocuted and at one point he, he's just a skeleton going... Ah, oh, yeah, it's like and, a um, cartoon, isn't it? Yeah, I found it too silly. Not like Maybe that's what one. happened to the guy. He's just like he's like skeleton, <laughs> skeleton. Yeah. Like, you just see through his skin, his skeleton. Ah. <laughs> he's holding the, he's holding the painting that he's trying to steal. Yeah, and yeah. then the person in the painting is also a skeleton. Yeah, it's beautiful. Oh, oh man! But then when he lets so go good. of it, the hair in the skeleton is on on its like yeah. all stood yeah. up, but the rest of the painting is fine. <laughs> it's Eleanor Roosevelt, and she's like, "Whoa, that was a hot one." <laughs> That's what I call a fireside chat. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> oh my! Oh, we have fun on this show. I have never been so insulted in all my. And you just put the painting face down. You said. <laughs> It's great that all the paintings in the White House have the same snarky attitude as all of the appliances in the Flintstones. <laughs> I hope so. Because, you know, um, Nixon's last days after Watergate was uncovered and before he'd resigned, mm. he, w- he would walk the halls of the White House at like four in the morning shouting at the portraits and having conversations with them. Like, he probably f- fucking lost it. It's really weird, isn't it? And so that's oh Nixon. Imagine what Trump's currently like, oh, just going up to pictures of Lincoln man. going, I was a better president than you. I love the idea of Nixon talking to painting. Mm. It's great, isn't it? Well, let me, listen, now listen here, Lincoln. Let me tell you something. Okay. His aides would hide like in corridors if they heard him coming in those last days they would just hide and he would just be ranting and muttering to himself and then he'd turn to a painting and yell at it it's crazy isn't it like people think of nixon now as yeah there was watergate and he had to resign you don't think of him as being a madman but it drove him Mm. insane this this, he was well he he was also apparently very paranoid he had he'd recorded Mm. all of his meetings in in yes the Oval Office, which is not, he probably shouldn't you know. have done that if he was corrupt. Yeah, well, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I tell you what, if you're, you're for paranoia, don't do anything wrong. Yeah, that's, that's a re- that's it. yeah, yeah. There's a reason for that paranoia. I call it, it evidence. I call it evidence too, but against you, that's <laughs> yeah. what the evidence is. You idiot! Oh, I'll release those tapes. I'll do it too, Lincoln, uh, <laughs> sir. Uh, I'm talking to Lincoln. <laughs> sure, sure thing, sir. Okay. I'm. Do you want me to freeze your underwear, sir? Yes, yes, yes. Freeze my underwear. <laughs> Yeah, he lost Have it. you ever heard the tapes? Ta- there's taped phone calls of, um, I think it's uh, Lyndon B. Johnson, who was always drunk. And yeah. there's a phone call with his tailor, and he's like, I need you to make my pants uh, baggy in the back. I don't want them tight around my bunghole. <laughs> <laughs> And that is true. I have not just made up a bunghole. That's amazing. Um, he said bunghole. He said, I want to tire. And there's a bit where he like burps because he's obviously drunk. Fuck he just goes, yeah, wake up real. Don't make up too tight. <laughs> Jesus. Because after, after, because uh, he was after um, Kennedy, wasn't he? And he was like, yes. 
he basically when that happened when Kennedy was assassinated he was mm. oh you know this yeah it's like mm. he was just like like he was kind of happy but he wasn't yeah. sad he definitely wasn't sad that Kennedy died no he definitely was like I get to be president yeah and oh he was such a fucking I mean I, I'm sure they did have to swear him in on the plane on the oh, they did. Back yeah, to yeah. Texas. I'm yeah. sure they had to do that, but all the same, I can imagine him going, oh, should we just get this done now then? Yeah, he's like, all right, so who's, who's, who's got a Bible? Who's got a Bible? <laughs> all right, thank you. Yeah. You can swear in on any book, so he oh, did it on right. the um, flight safety. <laughs> what are we drinking? What are yeah. we drinking? What do you have in your glass, Chris? What's, what, are you uh, what I've got in my glass is one of my own making. It's tequila, mm. lemon juice, that IPA syrup, because I made Ooh, it and I have to use yeah. it. Blueberry liqueur and blueberries. Um, muddled blueberries in there what do you call it so i haven't got a name yet what would you call it blue balls blue balls <laughs> taze no balls. Taze balls. Taze balls. Yeah, taze balls there we go I, i've got a taze balls <laughs> it's a heart attack in a glass heart attack in a- <laughs> <laughs> oh i love oh. it well, you got uh, to say like same similar colors. Not yeah. dissimilar, yeah. My drink served in a uh, beautiful martini glass. How is it to be drinking again, Suze? I love oh, yeah. it, and Tasting? my sense of smell has really upped its game in the last yes. two days. Like, Excellent. Like we get odd box, you know, we get surplus fruit and veg delivered every two mm. weeks, and one got delivered on New Year's Eve, and I haven't had that much of a chance to eat any of it because um, be new, and my mum's been bed bound, but she's up now. Um, and then today I came to the lounge, I was like, ooh, didn't realise the odd box was going off. Oh, <laughs> so I was like, oh, it's just no. like, it's it's not like rotten vegetables, but it's like broccoli and leeks and stuff that's been left out in a box for about oh. 10 days. So, um, so I went, oh yeah, I can smell. Was- yeah, I was just like, oh, I can wow. smell those vegetables. They're not rotten. I, no. I used some today, but yeah. So I was like, my sense of smell. So I'm, I'm drinking proper drink. I've made a porn star martini, but mm. instead of vodka... Uh, which is a porn star martini's um, vodka, vanilla essence, passoa, which is passion fruit liqueur, and passion fruit juice. Instead mm-hmm. of that, I've used passoa, bit of vanilla essence, passion fruit juice, and nacello. Have you? Which is the walnut uh, liqueur that Chris, uh, Chris uh, gifted me. I should have known better, to be honest. When I saw <laughs> when I saw the colour of your drink, I was like, well, at least there's, there's no, no Frangelico or Nocello. Oh, there, no, no, there is. There is. If I wanted to taste it. So it's a porn star martini without vodka. It's a porn star nut. <laughs> porn star nut. <laughs> it's very nice. Uh, it's like, because a porn star martini, obviously the vodka offsets it a tiny bit, the sweetness. This is sweet, but it's not too sweet. I thought it would be. It's nice. Masood, what you got? It's called a Thunderbolt. It's sort of a, oh. it's a martini variation. So I've, I, what I did is I put some orange liqueur in the glass and swilled it around. Yeah. And then uh, three ounces of gin, a lot of gin, Whoa. a tiny bit of vermouth, and like a couple of drops of um, lime juice. Ah. And that's it. And it's it's pretty strong. I was going to say, <laughs> that yeah. sounds lethal. But it's, a sipper, yeah. at least you wouldn't down. You wouldn't oh. tempt to down it. Well, I'm see. This is the thing. Somebody suggested to me on my Twitch that I should have a, a down in one channel points thing. I'm not gonna be drinking that for a down in one. Fuck that. No, no that's for way. just like a little single. Or a wake up juice. Didn't you make a wake up juice? Oh from yeah, Back to the future three. That's right. What's that? that? What's so in that? So it's basically chili. All the chili. You've got um, <laughs> chili flakes. Wake up. Uh, what's it rye whiskey i put in there cayenne pepper tabasco ah. fucking oh mustard seeds and then Whoa. yeah shook that up and then added some yeah had the rye in there topped it up with uh yeah, you know soda water jesus oh. oh my god the first half of the drink is fine the second half of the drink 
is awful. I'm wa- I want to try it. I want to try it. It's look, <laughs> try it. Try it once. I would if I were to make it again, I'd probably use I'd probably make a smaller version of it. So I'd do I'd use like half everything, so I wouldn't have it in a pint glass. Mm. And I probably <laughs> which I did. And I'd <laughs> That's probably a lot. That's a lot. Maybe put a little bit of tomato juice in there to give it some sort of body because it's just water and spice and whiskey <laughs> so there's nothing to it it's actually like do you know what in the film it's gloopy yes it? so Is i it? think tomato juice would be would be yeah because kind of... they like it gloops into his into the, in funnel. the funnel yeah. i don't remember this at all there. but that would offset i guess if you have lots of tomato juice yeah it's quite so I think neutralizing like, yeah you'd have it as a it, it would deproof it almost so like a little bit to give yeah. it yeah like a kind of like chris is saying like almost a more of a luxurious texture <laughs> Um, yes, that's luxurious. what I'm having. Well, that's what I I consider that luxurious spicy tomato juice shows how shows shows where I've grown up. <laughs> um, so, what do you have for us today, Chris? I suppose the best way to describe it is an urban myth rather than a an unsolved mystery. Mm. But it's it's unsolved as to whether it happened or not. That's where we come in. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I mean, it's very likely one way or the other, mm. but. It's a fun story nonetheless, because let me take you back to um, September the 11th, 2001. Oh, what happened then? Don't yeah, know whether you know anything. an important date? Well, oh, um, I know what happened then. The Mariah Carey movie Glitter came out. Oh, yeah. Oh, was it on that day, was it? It came out um, on 9-11, and <laughs> oh no one saw God. it, and it's rubbish. And Mariah Carey said, well, unfortunately for us, it came out on 9-11. Mm. It's like, Mariah, the movie is bad. Anyway, yeah. sorry, carry yeah. on. Yeah, don't make this about you, Mariah. <laughs> this is definitely not about you. This movie is terrible. Obviously, we're being very flippant here, but on 9-11, yeah. uh, thousands of people died. 3,000, slightly 3, less than die on uh, some of the days of COVID in America. Mm. Uh, but, yeah. yeah, they obviously died because the Twin Towers were attacked and the Pentagon was attacked. Yes, and another plane. This Chris is like it's an urban myth, and then Chris it turns out to be a massive truther. Yeah. It's an urban myth that they. So we're talking about myth. urban myths. What happened on nine eleven? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to suggest. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to suggest building seven, guys. Building seven. <laughs> oh, oh God, Christ. Chris! If Here you say, go. if your next sentence includes the word "smoking gun," I'm going to be Can fucking furious. <laughs> all I'm saying, look, they reported that one of the ter- they reported one of the buildings went down before it did. All I'm saying, all I'm saying, I'm oh, saying. Oh. <laughs> the BBC woman was trying to hide it with her shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> We'll do an episode on the actual atrocity of Rally oh, I can't some fucking point, wait. Sure. But this is I'm more to do with some heads. an even bigger story that happened on September the 11th, 2001. <laughs> and it's, uh, like I say, it's an urban myth. Apparently, while in New York, as the attacks happened, Michael Jackson <laughs> tried to flee New York, but all flights were grounded... Okay. And the Lincoln Tunnel was closed or something. So oh, he the jumped tunnel in a that was used in Daybreak? <laughs> <laughs> so he jumped in a hire car mm-hmm. and he had two of his friends with him that had been at one of his concerts the previous night. Mm-hmm. And this episode is all about did this happen? And it's the road trip that Michael Jackson, Elizabeth Taylor and Marlon Brando took to flee the 9-11 terror attacks. What a fucking car. It happened. Fucking cannon. Taste balls, Brando, Taylor, Jackson. In in my head, in a Fiat Punto, heading a, down, yeah. <laughs> heading down the motorway, 
Brando just Brando just fucking pressed in the back like a ham, just like oh, fat baby, fat, like, a fat, like a fat baby. This story is permeated into pop culture, right? So there was a withdrawn. Yeah. So Sky Sky do a series called Urban Myths, right? Mm-hmm. This was an episode on on that, but it was not broadcast because of the controversy. They cast. Did they, they actually cast, make it? Yeah. Oh my god. I didn't know they actually made yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you can see um you can see footage. Oh bloody hell. Um, With Joseph Fine. Stockhard Stockhard Channing plays uh oh, that's so Of course that's Who's Brando? Uh, Brian Cox. Oh god, yeah. why didn't they hear it? Oh, because god. Joseph Fiennes plays Michael Jackson. Yeah, I remember that, that I thought he'd been cast and then they never filmed it. Oh that's so sad. Because no. I well, at the time I remember I went, It's awful that they cast Joseph Fiennes as Michael Jackson when there are so many genuine paedophiles they could have used. <laughs> Put a pin in the paedophilia, because we will come back to it. Put a pin in the paedophilia. Title of Chris's new sitcom. <laughs> Quiet, you. Put a pin in paedophilia. It's got like a northern man. It's about, it's, it's a, it's a, bit a, a released one trying to reintegrate back into society. <laughs> Have you seen next door? He's put a paedophile. Hey, put a pin in the paedophile. Put a pin in the paedophile. It's filmed in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> Coming up tonight on BBC One, a double bill with put a pin in the paedophilia and what's for afters. <laughs> so, was so yes, this was a there, was the, there was the episode of Urban Myths. They mm. made that. But Zadie Smith wrote a short story um, about it as well. Oh. And, 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 and in it, Michael Jackson kind of told from his point of view I think all in the third person but there's a bit where Marlon Brando is sitting on the curbside and apparently it look, it's a really sad sight because Marlon Brando is really fat by this point mm. Mm. Michael Jackson is worried about putting him in the, the back seat <laughs> what a stupid detail let's not treat this short story as fact shall we so, so the idea is is that um uh, Michael Jackson was doing a couple of performances at Madison Square Garden on the 7th of September and the 10th of September. Mm-hmm. And then obviously you'd stay up after the night uh, of, of the 10th. Mm. Yeah. And it, uh, he was apparently staying up waiting for the reviews of the show to come out. Oh, Jesus. And that's that's how he saw the um, the, 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 the the news break. Obviously, what? I so don't he know stayed where up to like bets. nine in the morning? Well, yeah, I don't know whereabouts he was in New York, but I imagine like something that cataclysmic you'd hear it mm. when it happened either way he panicked couldn't couldn't get out couldn't get out because the flights were all grounded so because marlon brando and elizabeth taylor had been guests at the show the night before where by the way they were on stage at one point both of them mm-hmm. and marlon brando was doing this long speech about how his children are starving around the world and michael jackson's one of the few souls that are doing to help and people started booing him because he was so boring <laughs> Now is that then, fact? Is that, did that actually happen? Apparently yes, apparently yes. <laughs> That's and then, um, really funny. They were heckling Marlon Brando because he was being so boring. And then, uh, 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 and then during a, like a quite a prolonged bit of sincerity and like maybe some maybe quite maudlin for Marlon Brando, somebody just shouted out Stella. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, really funny. That's like that's a sounds good. like a very British thing to happen. That's the sort yeah. of thing we yeah. do to Americans. The horror of how yeah. boring you the are. Horror, <laughs> the horror. Someone shouted out Stella. That's like when um. I mean, it's not the same. But one of my favourite anecdotes is um. So Hugh Jackman, just after X Men came out, mm. he was in a Broadway musical called The Boy From Oz. He was the lead and there's a scene where he has to kiss a man. And as they kiss, 
obviously the audience is just watching and one guy in the audience shouted out Wolverine no <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> it should have been me it should have been me it's really funny I mean it's also it's also homophobic but it, uh, I think it's just really funny apparently the audience just fucking cracked up <laughs> so that, so he so Brando goes up what was the audience Elizabeth Taylor and Marlon Brando were both at this show the, mm. the night before and apparently he was worried not only about his own safety but about Marlon Brando and Elizabeth Taylor and they all to leave decided to hire the most inconspicuous car possible which is why Susie's not far off with saying it was a fit punter, fit punter. Like, it was supposed punter. to be they didn't want to get this sort of like luxurious car otherwise it would draw attention so they hired this shitty yeah. little regular car oh. and they left New York City in that car the three of mm. them uh, stopping off apparently at KFC a lot for Marlon Brando oh for God's sake yeah. that's not true <laughs> That's yeah no. Step again, step again. Is that the one detail that makes it too? Yeah, that's the bit that makes me go. This is bollocks. He would have only wanted to stop once, maybe for lunch. I reckon he'd have stopped twice. KFC for the chicken, McDonald's for the fries. (laughs) Thank you very much, Chris. That's exactly the correct order. (laughs) 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 Okay, so this is what we know so far. So there, he gets his buddies, gets them in a shitty little car. We're dri- where are they going? They're going back to Hollywood. Oh, that's where they're, they're attempting to get back to. Oh, they're bloody hell. Literally across, the other side of the country. country. So Apparently, according to the story, they got as far as Ohio. It's not very far, considering the size of America. They probably only went a day then. I mean, also it didn't oh. happen, but... <laughs> if they did... Let me check it out. Know. Let me check it out. New York to Ohio. And then the story delights in this sort of like... Eight hours. Off, Stopping off at KFC for Marlon Brando and all of that. When the story originated, the idea was that they'd have to stop for gas at some point. Now, do you remember early on in our Hollywood series, we had this gas station that was populated by JFK, Elvis, and Marilyn, and Tupac gets a job there. Yeah. Like, this is the other way around. You're sort of like, you're just a bloke. You've been manning this gas station the whole night, <laughs> and then you're just about to clock off. It's, in the, it's morning by this point, and you've worked all night. And you're feeling a little bit dazed, a little bit tired, and you're like, oh, I can't believe it. And Marlon Brando, Elizabeth Taylor, and Michael Jackson yeah. are looking. So Michael Jackson's <laughs> like, please, can I have some assistance? And we need to put some fuel in the car. <laughs> I we need to get back car, to like, blanket. Like, ha- <laughs> the car, like, half stalling as it, like, shudders into the fucking <laughs> like, the never, They don't normally do their own driving. They, no. don't, put, they don't pump their own gas. <laughs> And it, yeah, and then you just see you just see a fat Marlon Brando, Elizabeth Taylor, yeah. Michael Jackson stroll out and kind of like wander Marlon over. Marlon Brando's just wearing a towel. <laughs> yeah, like ho- like huffing over the car. <laughs> they all walk in, and then Michael Jackson goes, "Excuse me, sir, can you tell me which potato chips I like?" Yeah. Liz, Liz Taylor like tries to flog him some of her white diamond perfume. Come on, it's real good. Yeah, I don't have any cash on me, but here you go. You can take some of this. <laughs> yeah, would your wife would your wife enjoy white diamonds perfume? In a movie, and I bet this happens in the Urban Myths episode, yeah. which uh, obviously never aired, mm. but I bet it happens, or at least was in a script stage at one point before it got cut out. Yeah. They go into a gas station, and the guy behind the counter goes, fancy dress party? Yeah, yes. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. My name, and he's like, I'm going to need a name for this check. And she's like, my name is Elizabeth Taylor. And he's like, 
Okay, honey. Yeah, I know away. Elizabeth Taylor, and she doesn't look like you. <laughs> you got a load. Hey, Jackie, you got a load of these fucking clowns and then, over here. And then she's walking, and she's like walking out defeated, and he's like, yeah, yeah. And she turns around, and he goes, sir, and then just delivers a monologue from Cat on a Hot Tin Roof or something. <laughs> and he goes, if, <gasps> if it's like any Hollywood road movie, they'd make enemies at the first pit stop that follow them. Yeah, and they keep meeting them along the way. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's like a, a car of three other celebrities of similar. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's or, or like, Bette uh, Davis. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bette Davis, Paul Newman, and I don't know who's going to be our Michael who's Jackson a, equivalent Prince. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> and they're infinitely cooler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking hell, that's yeah, way they, better. They're driving a caddy <laughs> with no <Yeah>. hood. <laughs> Yeah. There's a misunderstanding at the first gas station, and Michael Jackson has to be like, "We didn't mean any harm by this, sir." <laughs> oh, and we didn't then mean any harm what happens this. is, no, that's what happens. The both the cars leave, but then the gas station blows up somehow, and the cops are now <laughs> chasing both. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, Prince and Michael Jackson have a dance off, which Prince easily wins because Prince was a better dancer. And this is a hill I will die on. And I'm really tired of hearing about what a great dancer Michael Jackson was when Prince was a better dancer. And not a pervert. Carry well, on. Well, Suze, well, Suze, did Prince have a video game? He didn't need one. <laughs> <laughs> Moonwalker was a bad video game. It was a very bad game. You never mm. hear stories of women going like, and okay. then he had sex with my son. <laughs> yeah. That's never happened. Anyway. They're, drive, they're driving along, Michael Jackson, Elizabeth Taylor, Marlon Brando, and Marlon Brando's like, can we at least put the radio on? <laughs> and Michael Jackson's been singing the whole way. He's a little bit upset. <laughs> and he's only doing his new stuff. <laughs> he puts it on and a Prince song world, comes. you know you do. <laughs> puts it on and a Prince song comes on, like, ah, oh, I hate this guy. Yeah. He's like, Turn it off. Turn it off. I hate him. Michael Jackson, t- um, he's a class A bitch. So the story, he's one of his backing singers when she was very young and not famous yet was Cheryl Crow. And she was very uh, gorgeous and talented. And one of the guys, I think Wade Robson from the documentary um, said, oh yeah, uh, when I was a teenager, I went to one of his shows. And um, afterwards I said, oh, that um, backing singer, she's so hot, she's so hot. And Michael Jackson went, you should see her without makeup. She's gross. She's so ugly. What a little cunt. What a fucking <laughs> shitty, childish thing to he, say. Because he's jealous, because that's his boyfriend. Have I told It'll... this story on the podcast before of when Michael Jackson, how Michael Jackson was desperate to play Jar Jar Binks? What? No. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
But I do know this. I might have I told you guys just off camera. I did um, not know this. Off, ca- not, off, this camera. off camera. He was desperate to play Jar Jar Binks. Like, he heard about the Star Wars prequels. And obviously, they were the biggest thing ever when they were announced. Like, oh, my God. And also, they did, and, 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 like, really good currency with kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he desperately wanted to play Jar Jar Binks. And he was, like, lobbying George Lucas to play him. He was having, he would go to Hollywood to have meetings with him. Well. And... George Lucas wasn't keen, and then he cast... Oh, what, I can't remember the name of the guy he cast. Ahmed Best. That's mm. it. There you go. So he cast him, and he went... Michael Jackson happened to see them in, like, a restaurant, and he said, Hey, George, nice to see you. And he went, Oh, this is Jar Jar Binks. And Michael Jackson, he said, it was like his that little high voice he does, he went, it just disappeared, and he just went, Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas, you better get your goons get off. Oh, he, he like what? and he beat the shit out of on it. <laughs> he pulled him off one of those like those off one of those shitty balcony like restaurants in Hollywood. Just grabs him, fucking <laughs> pulls him over the the railing. <laughs> get Michael your ass up, Lucas. Yeah. Get your ass. Rips his shirt off. Say it one more time. Say he's Judge Jar One more time, motherfucker. I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Rips his shirt <laughs> off. He's like crazy jacked for no reason. Like, but his body's black still. <laughs> Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah, it's almost like he's wearing a rubber mask that stops just below his neckline. <laughs> and, he, and, and his real speaking voice is Isaac Hayes's. Yeah. Oh, shit. Like, oh, no, I don't think so. I don't think so, Lucas. Who's the cat that cast him as Jar Jar Binks over me? George. <laughs> damn straight. I Who is the damn- man? Can you dig it? Damn right. This is something, and I say this as thinking it would be a terrible idea to have Michael Jackson play Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> that film couldn't have been worse if he played Jar Jar Binks. how rude. <laughs> Although, it would have given a lot of depth to the relationship between him and Anakin that Skywalker. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like... Everyone's, everyone's just sat in the, in, the, in the cinema just uncomfortable. They're just like, ah, oh, I don't know what it is. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come here, Annie. <laughs> oh... Does he want him to I, go over there? Or does he want him to? Oh God! <laughs> Episode two would have been a better trial of serious allegations against Josh ah! Oh, that would be better. <laughs> and that's that's what kicks off the war. That's, yeah. Attack of the, the <laughs> Not taxation on trade routes. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks has been diddling the younglings at the, the Jedi Temple. The... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jar. I, I don't think you should. Yeah, that's why Liam Neeson's always annoyed with Jar Jar because he's pedo. Yeah. <laughs> You have a load of people in Coruscant campaigning. Jar Jar is innocent. Jar Jar is innocent. <laughs> the Jar Jar troopers. Look at him walking around with impunity. Like the law doesn't touch him. That piece of shit. I see. He, he did it. He did it. Half the B plot of the film is people trying to fucking unravel it. Trying to oh, like... You know Jedi's brilliant. can't lie. The kids wouldn't make this up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right then. Sure thing, man. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, uh, they stopped at a gas station. We don't know how many, if they did. Oh, apparently they stopped at a few. few. But I don't know why you would do that. If they only got eight hours. Yeah. The story goes they got as far as Ohio. You only really need to stop for gas once. It's 570 miles. Um, Chris knows. Chris has has done, we've all done done eight hour drives. We've done a lot of driving around the country. And you only did a stop once. Yeah. I don't see why they, unless they did have to stop for snacks. And that 
because Marlon Brando yeah. was like... He's a hungry boy. <laughs> I ate all the Doritos. You ain't all... That was four packets of Doritos. <laughs> Where there aren't any KFCs, Marlon, I would accept a favourite chicken and ribs. <laughs> well, what, what about that Jack in the Box? No, we're not stopping <laughs> a Jack in the Box. <laughs> no, I hate them. <laughs> just Michael Jackson no, hates so they just So uh, they just went and got snacks from gas stations, maybe. Uh, and obviously they had to stoke a rivalry. Yes, that could then, that could then go on for the rest of the road trip. <laughs> and there's always a piece but, of music that plays every time that other car drives by, like like a little scare. Yeah. Like, it's them, those guys. Very <laughs> yes. Kenge and Michael Jackson's so it, like it, it should be. Guys. It should be Little Red Corvette. Oh yeah! Oh, they drive by in a Little Red Corvette and they yeah. look amazing in it. They're just yeah. like. All windswept, including Paul Newman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. his windswept. hair is incredible. Paul Newman is um, is uh, what's it? Uh, uh, salad dressing age, Paul Newman. So he's like, he's not old. He's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. He's just looking good. He's he's just drinking his chili sauce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're having the best time. They're like passing minstrels around the car. Yeah. Like they're playing revel roulette. They've got all kind. And Brando's like, they've got loads of snacks. They've got toughies I can't refuse. <laughs> <laughs> oh I am closing my, my laptop. This is, the, right, that's, this is the last episode of Mystery on the Rocks. That's it. It's done. It's <laughs> Close now. there. There you go. It's done. I'd, I'd, like to, I'd like to point out that Masood clapped a pun. I, I, <laughs> I don't know what's happening. So I was talking to Sarah the other day about this. I don't like puns, but I appreciate a pun name for an animal. I think it's my favorite thing. What? Like what? So oh. like, uh, what's what, it? Chairman Meow. Chairman Meow or a snake called Snake Gyllenhaal. Or, <laughs> you know, things like that are always fun. I'm like, that's good. What are the that's... snail in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? She's got her snails. Um, oh. Oh, I can't remember She has a soft this. toy uh, alligator called Ruth Gator Ginsburg, which I think <laughs> is fantastic. They're called like Snailiana Grande or something. Oh, see, like stuff like that. I'm like, that's funny. That, that, <laughs> that tickles me. But regular puns, can't stand them. <laughs> Except for what Chris did. That was also good. If you can pun that a movie, if you can pun a movie line, and you can pun a, yeah. an animal's name and with a human <laughs> name, fantastic. You're good in my book. Oh, yeah. Snaily Minaj, Snaila Swift, oh, and Snaily Ray Jepsen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like those. I like all those. Those are fun. That's good. Iggy, Iggy a Snailia. There you go. Iggy a snail. Perfect. That's a fun name. That's a this fun is name. not relevant. Sorry. No, we're talking about Elizabeth Snailer. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, God, I hate working with Chris Stokes, but only today. It's really telling that they both say, oh, God, I hate that, after they've just done a sincere laugh. We loved it. Involuntary we loved it, and we hated ourselves for loving that was, it. I think that's what it is, yeah. It's, it's, I hate I myself <laughs> for loving that. So um, they've got this right... Well, we, I hope they have a rivalry of <laughs> three other mm-hmm. stars. <laughs> And then they got to Ohio. It does, you're right. It's not that far. That's eight hours. That's like that's like well, that's like a gig in the south. That's, that's like, like if we a, drove up to Edinburgh. Yeah, yeah. It's not that far. It's it's. And they'd stopped at T Bay. Yeah. Oh yeah, and you fucking would as well. Exactly. I'd stop at T Bay. I'd stop at T Bay, then I stopped for Durham for petrol. Really, you go across like that? Yeah. But across all the way to Durham. I've done. I think there was some kind of crazy shit going on in the M6. Cause oh, we were doing and that is, at one yeah, point. yeah. Um, joining us now is an American trucker to tell us about the route they took. Oh, <laughs> no perfect. <way. laughs> no, could you imagine? Great, <laughs> yeah. great. If we could just let them in the Zoom chat, and it's, it's just a, like a stereotypical trucker who's got a MAGA hat on. Um, I think I've done everything. I think that's basically the that's story. That's the story. Okay. So there are people that obviously contest it. Yeah. <laughs> they don't think it happened. Prince said it didn't happen. 
Yeah, Prince is like, we were actually driving I a Corvette, think not, a, not a Cadillac. I don't think it happened. <laughs> no, like, it's a shame. Don't be ridiculous, it be. but it's so funny. I mean, the, the reason that, um, yeah, the reason that it kind of took off was because, yes, the three of them were all mates. Yes, they were all in New York when it happened. That the, the idea of them bandying together to get out, mm. it's a fun little idea. Yeah. And I guess, like, somebody, the person who started the story would have started it thinking, well, you can't disprove it. It turns out you can disprove it. There are, there's evidence yeah. to disprove right. it. Right. Yeah. Um, which we'll go through. We'll start with, um, we'll start with Brando, though, because that's the funniest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, there, there, there are accounts of when it happened that everyone was like, we need to get to safety. Mm. Because they are like, they were sort of like, we need to keep you safe and get you out of yeah. here. Yeah. Brando refused to leave his hotel room until the world had ended. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. He couldn't give a fuck at this point. I mean, he died no. two years later, didn't he? Yeah, so he, must yeah, he was like what? I think he was 1924. He was, he was 1924 he was born. Okay. So he was 77. Okay. Not that old, is it? But then he was, and he lived just, such um, a life. Yeah, yeah. He just done that film with Edward Norton. The yeah, score. the score and De Niro. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, that that's where I got the towel thing from because apparently he refused to be shot from the waist down. So he just oh, wore a towel. Right. He could just wear his towel. Yeah. Jesus Christ. He that's... was he had such a disdain for his craft, which I sort of love because yeah, he he got to the point where he went, I don't need to respect any of this and it's like oh it's more fool them to keep hiring him because everyone knows what he's like it's it's yeah. uh, i think it's definitely indicative of people born in the 30s because um orson yeah. wells did the same thing where he's like have you seen that ad where he's like he's supposed to be advertising wine and he's hammered and he's just like, <laughs> he's like oh what yes uh, this wine is good and you're like oh, he doesn't give a fuck does he could not give a shit. Because he said, uh, Orson Welles famously said he started his career on the top, at the top and worked his way down. And it's pretty... Yeah, but he, he did Streetcar was like his first movie. Really. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. You look at, yeah, people like Brando and that is like, those guys started high. It's like, because mm. no one was making films. They're like, hey, you, you've yeah. done two films. You want to be in this incredible film? Yeah. Sure. Well, he was a Broadway star in his early 20s. Because oh. he was so, he like, people... <laughs> If you haven't looked at a picture of young Brando in like a year, and then you do, it's like looking directly at the sun. It's like, oh my God, he's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. He, he is so ridiculously gorgeous. There's never been a better looking man. Yeah. And he, he, I think he hated, it was like he sabotaged his own body to be like, fuck you if you think I was beautiful. Because he had... He had like terrible eating disorders, and it's there's something very yeah, which makes that makes that KFC detail in this story <laughs> like it explains it and also yeah. makes it a little bit disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. well, they had to stop at KFC because it was so fat. It was like, no, yeah. no, come and on. Michael Jackson worried. Even the Zadie Smith story dwells on like getting him in the car, Brando's appearance. Yeah, mm. and it's like he it was so sad. This man who used to be the peak of physical perfection, yeah, now like this is like he's also in his late seventies. It happens. Yes, yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't have to be hot stuff at this age. But he, yeah, like he's not. Said. He's not. He's not going to play the role he played in Streetcar again. No, no. at this point, imagine he's, he's like, like Stanley Kowalski, all grown up. <laughs> oh, 
Uh, and he's like, he's just drinking Stella, going, Stella. Stella. <laughs> I'd love it if um, there's a parallel universe out there where he's Monica and Ross's dad in France. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would be great. Yeah. Oh, just throwing in his own lines. One of my favourite film documentaries of all time is Lost Soul, which is about the making of um, the island of Dr Moreau, which he's in. And he... <laughs> he he like was a nightmare to work with not horrible to anybody but he just didn't respect the movie making process at all and he would say thing he would learn his lines and he had an earpiece in with his assistant reading the reading his lines just before he had to do them from the trailer so he he wouldn't even read them he just had someone Fucking reading them into man. his ear and he um at one point we're in the take by going, God damn it, Caroline, I told you not to act. <laughs> <laughs> is the is the chewing gum story true where he he kept throwing his lines and screwing up this scene and then somebody said like he said like look, all right, if you if you get this right, I'll give you some chewing gum or something like that. Right. And he goes like and then he this next take and he's like and he does the take and he fucking he doesn't just get the line right. He nails it. It's the take yeah. they put in the can. He walks over to the director and opens his mouth. He's like, ah. He's like, <laughs> put the gum in his mouth. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I don't but know when he was in, true, yeah. When he was in Guys and Dolls, he got cast in Guys and Dolls as Sky, who's the lead, and he's the very glamorous part. He's very like, and he gets to sing Luck Be a Lady, and which is the big number in Guys and Dolls. Mm. And Frank Sinatra was cast as Nathan Detroit, who is, fr- frankly, the better role. It's more fun than you get funnier stuff to do but Frank Sinatra was livid and he obviously had big jealousy with Marlon Brando and he yeah. was furious he like insisted that they get a singer to cover Marlon Brando you know it was in those days where you'd have like a almost like a ghostwriter but it was a someone doing the singing voice he was oh, like well yeah. he obviously can't sing so you're going to need to get a singer in and I should be playing Sky anyway they did a screen test and Brando can sing pretty fucking well so yeah. <laughs> he's great he does his own singing in the film but Sinatra hated it and was really bitter and Brando knew this and there was a scene where they're both just at a cafe and it's the dialogue scene and Sinatra is having to eat cheesecake. It's part of the scene that Nathan Detroit's eating cheesecake and Sinatra hated cheesecake. He thought it was disgusting. <laughs> so Brando oh made sure he fucked up 50 takes in a, like he just, Shit and he just, and he, they said like everyone on set said she couldn't be cross with him because he was so respectful and he's always, I'm so sorry, Frank, I'm so sorry. Every time he fucked oh up God. and they'd have to get more cheesecake and he'd have to eat more cheesecake. And then the director finally said, we need to be done in five minutes or we're just going to have to set up and do this tomorrow. Brando nails it. They yeah. will go home. <laughs> he just, and that's it, isn't it? He, can tur- he could turn it on whenever he wanted. What an asshole. Which but, is yeah. crazy when you think about the immersion that he would yes, go through to be in a role. Absolutely. To then be able to turn it on and off. Yeah. 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 You can just, I suppose that's the mark of a genius. Yeah, yeah. You just go, um, and he's there. And you, but yeah. then, but the fact that he's just like, there, whatever. Mm, <laughs> just, yeah, it's mad. Just which I think is where people then got this idea that he was always asking them to stop at KFC because <laughs> the story is told that he would annoy Elizabeth Taylor and Michael Jackson by asking them to do that. Right. Is there any crazy Liz Taylor stuff though? Does she make appearance in any of the like to kind of solidify the facts of the? Not the facts. <laughs> Did she get married this, to someone on the, on the way? On the way. Yeah. Let's start. Let's yeah, start the gas station attendant. <laughs> I'm going to marry him. She tried. She tried to marry Prince when they had their rivalry. The <laughs> That's yeah. her subplot throughout the whole road trip. Oh, she's trying she to uh, she falls in love with Prince at the first meeting. Yeah. When like, they keep meeting again, she's always trying to marry. 
marrying. Oh. Racing away from her going, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> or somehow um, all the guys except for one cat, so except for Brando end up with Prince. And that's like the blow point of the film. Like Brando's like really sad. He feels like he's chased them all away. The and then something happens. They bring them all back. Like, I don't know, like their car blows up. And then they're all riding the Fiat Punto together. They're all back to Hollywood. And that's the end of the film. And then, and, and then that's it. And then it just cuts to the car driving into the sunset with fun music. Like raindrops keep falling on my head. <laughs> Why does Paul get the song? <laughs> Sinatra shows up furious. Yes, Liz Taylor does feature in the another evidence-based thing about why Mm. it couldn't happen because one of her assistants said, no, 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 she actually went to church to pray that morning and then very, very soon afterwards she went to Ground Zero and met the first responders. So she definitely wasn't Uh, at the earliest opportunity. Yeah, yeah. but what that means is she didn't leave New York. Right. Okay, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, if she was there to then go and meet first responders when it was safe, she didn't leave New York. Um, she was also staying in a different hotel from uh, Brando and Michael Jackson. Oh, okay. So, ah, so uh, they probably didn't even text each other. <laughs> well, I, who knows? Who knows? Uh, apparently, she adored Michael Jackson. Yes. Yes, they were very, very close. Yes. Because normally, when you hear the stories, it's sort of like he was—he idolized her. Mm. But apparently, it was reciprocal, if not more, the other way around. Very odd, isn't it? Because, like, what what are you possibly enjoying about hanging out with Michael Jackson post nineteen ninety? Yeah, that he was is a very weird, odd man. Yeah, like the, did she just really like Bubbles? She's like, I love him. Yeah. He's so wonderful. He's got a great roller coaster. Um, <laughs> Elizabeth Taylor's a roller coaster. Junkie. She just loves it. She's yeah, <laughs> I, I love to visit Neverland Ranch. I go crazy for that shit. <laughs> the giraffes, I wave hello. <laughs> And then I guess MJ, Michael Jackson, he... There's a, the story about that is um, a guy called Stacy Brown, who Suze might know, recognise the name of. Stacy Brown wrote uh, an article in the New York Post where he said, it is completely untrue. And I know this uh. because I helped Michael Jackson and the Jacksons get out of New York. Oh, uh, right. Because he was a family friend at the time. Oh, right. okay. I hadn't um, heard of him. I don't, yeah. Stacy Brown is, yeah, so he was uh, family friends with the Jacksons, quite close to Michael Jackson, but not right up until the end of Michael Jackson's life because Stacy Brown came to believe that Michael Jackson was guilty of the. People. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, right, is yeah. it because of all the kids he'd had sex with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think yeah. it's probably because of that, yeah. That's yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a that's pretty, pretty glaring evidence there. Do you know what, though? Yeah. You shouldn't, like, I think it's weird to go, like, good for them, but actually good for them. Because so many people who were close to him, like, right to the end, were going, no, yeah. no, not my Michael. Yeah. And it's because he was a manipulative narcissist. He mm. was able to well, convince a lot of get people these wild he's... loyalty out of people. I mean, you can see that with the descriptions from everyone who's ever accused him of how he groomed the boys so and the families. This this Stacey Brown guy, mm. uh, he wrote a book behind the mask or something about yeah. Michael Jackson. Oh, okay. Behind the blanket. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's horrible in so many ways. <laughs> what is not disputed is the fact that the three of them would hang out their mates. Yes. And they were at that show together on the se- on September the 10th. Mm. But I'm, I'm now going to the New York Post written by Stacey Brown. 
unfortunately, this never happened. I know because I helped Jackson's family return to California after the 9-11 attacks. Mm. So the thing about this as well, and this is the reason why the story carried on, mm. is because uh, Jackson, Brando and Taylor none of them spoke about their immediate experiences of being in New York during the attacks. Oh. None of them spoke about it before they died. And they are all now dead. You're yeah. right. So it can't be... You can't cross-reference it. So, so yeah, uh, Brando actually. died in 2004. Jackson died in 2009. Elizabeth Taylor, I think, in 2011. Yeah. And because none of them ever mentioned being in New York when it happened, right. people have been able to make up this story about them leaving. And then no one can mm. say anything otherwise because they're dead. Which is a shame because it is a cool story. It's, I'd love yeah. to believe I, it was I, true. I'd love... It's one of the of the few ones that we have where I go, God, wouldn't it be great now if it was? Yeah. <laughs> it would, what a road trip to be in that car. My God. Ah, to be the FBI bug in that car. (laughs) Hearing their chats and listening to Jackson beatbox. (laughs) According to to Stacey Brown, as it happened, Brando refused to leave his room. Elizabeth Taylor, she immediately left to go and meet Debbie Reynolds. (laughs) She was also around. Why is that funny? Like, oh, fuck this, I'm going to meet Debbie Reynolds. And then she meets Debbie Reynolds, who's got the same voice in my head. Like, hey, Liz, you better doubt. Yeah, she was. Uh, yeah, it's like the if the nine eleven attacks were the pandemic, mm-hmm. they were both anti-maskers. No, we're there going. We go. We're going out for coffee. See you later. <laughs> I'm going to hang out at the plaza. <laughs> anyway, the reason that she went to meet Debbie Reynolds, and this makes me like Elizabeth Taylor a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I had no opinion of her either way, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but this the, the, this tips the balance over into I quite like Elizabeth Taylor. She uh, she went to meet Debbie Reynolds because Debbie Reynolds needed to be back on the west coast for a thing, mm-hmm. and. Taylor called her ex-husband, who was a Virginia senator, John Warner, oh, okay. to ask for help to get Debbie oh. Reynolds out. Oh, that's nice. That's just, well, uh, Elizabeth Taylor as well um, was pretty much initially one of these only voices uh, to speaking out about, about the AIDS crisis and how it needed... Yes. How oh. the government needed to fucking do something to help these men. Yeah, Because they weren't... Yeah, Reagan was very pretty much ignored the whole thing. Do you know until, what? Yeah. I do like Elizabeth Taylor then. Yeah. yeah. No, I think she was all right. She, weird, um, weird taste in their friends, MJ, mm. but... <laughs> Uh, maybe she just so liked everybody. Maybe she was maybe so she nice. Just, yeah, maybe she just really loved them. <laughs> yeah. She absolutely Literally. loved everybody. Knowing that Elizabeth Taylor and Brando were okay and safe, Michael Jackson then checked in on his mother and his brothers because mm. they were staying across town at another hotel. Okay. They were all like, we need to get out of the city. So Stacey Brown himself booked them two RVs. Each mm-hmm. of those RVs fit 18 passengers. <laughs> they were driven by their security guards that they knew. So that he got the family out of New York. But Michael Jackson didn't go with them. Oh. Uh, Michael Jackson instead went to the Trump International. Oh, Jesus uh-huh. Just imagine the, the cars driving away. They're like, like hey, wait, we left someone behind. It's, hey, guys, wait for me. It's Tito. Drive. <laughs> Why does everyone have uh-huh. Tito? Uh, he sent his spokesman to go and who's a guy called Bob Jones he sent him to go and check on Brando and it's actually Jones who's responsible for the quote elsewhere if Brando doesn't want to talk to anybody he said he's not going to come out of his room until the world right. is this is how we know Brando said that yeah. mm. but anyway Michael Jackson did leave New York in his tour bus but it was two days after the attacks oh. uh, okay. Liz Taylor Marlon Brando weren't with him but his children were and uh, a couple of security guards and then a family friend planes were still grounded so no one could leave and then Stacey Brown is at pains to point out this, despite the fact that he then went on to obviously be like, I think he probably was a paedophile. <laughs> yeah. um, apparently Michael Jackson was really preoccupied with his fans 
and their safety because they'd had to camp outside the plaza. Okay, right. So he ordered the tour bus to go back to Manhattan to offer rides out of the city for anyone that needed them. Right. Okay. Apparently, he stayed in the New York City area until late December. Then he went to Los Angeles. We stayed there for fucking three months. Weird. Yeah, yeah. So those are the three stories that debunk the whole thing. Which is a shame because wouldn't it be great if it was? It's a fun story. It's a lot of fun. And the movie coming out this summer. <laughs> uh, the trip of a lifetime. Um, hey guys, in for a penny, in for a pound. Of the three of us in the movie adaptation, who would play who? <laughs> oh, can I please play Elizabeth Taylor? I think Taylor? Suze would be MJ. Yeah. I'm going to be Michael Jackson. I'll play Elizabeth Taylor. <laughs> I'm going to be Michael Jackson with my great big nose. And um, <laughs> that means that means Chris is Brando. Is it- Chris like Brando, Brando yeah. Chris is just like, can we stop for KFC? I, just, I can't wait. I just can't wait to get in a dress and the shawl with the diamonds. That's what I want. That's what I've always wanted. With the suit, with the suit Luke uses his actual hair, but he whites up his Yeah, exactly, skin. with the burns as well, with the sideburns. I also everything. white up my skin to be Michael Jackson. Hollywood, make it happen. You've got the cast right here. Mystery starring. Mystery of the Rock. I would eat from now until then to put all just, the weight on. Just to get anywhere near that Brando. That um, severe Brando. Brando 2001. Went. And the thing is, is that I wouldn't be able to reverse Mac it. I wouldn't be able to lose it again. <laughs> it's just like, oh yeah, Chris life. is just very fat now. Chris is, Chris is he's, he's massive. So that's the, uh, that's the urban myth of Michael Jackson, Elizabeth Taylor and Marlon Mando's road trip after 9-11. Amazing. Fantastic. Oh, if only it were true. Is there anything in the archives? Is there anything in the archives? Uh, yeah, there is. This got released in 2001, but it got released on 9-11. Oh, <laughs> so that's why no one's heard it. Eclipsed by the release of the film Glitter. What a shame. Yeah. Did Almonds and Champagne also join Michael Jackson, Elizabeth Taylor and Marlon Brando on stage? Yes. They were the support act for Michael Jackson. Jesus. On September the 10th at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, he wow. was like, they're, he's like, they're very frightening, but they asked if they could do the show and I said yes. And uh, they went up. They did all their hits. They did um, pa- Patriotism is the Only Way. Um, <laughs> they're quite ahead of their time in a way because they were like, Insurrection, yes, that was another one of their songs. They did a load of bloody songs from their prog rock era. Oh. Uh, which there was, there's one called The Snail and the Tree, which is just about a snail fucking a tree. It's 15 minutes long. It's a horrible. Uh, but they also, they released a song when they heard what Jacko, Brando and Taylor were going to do. They went, can we come too? And the three of them all just fucking went, no way. So they wrote a song about it called Betrayal Road Trip. <laughs> And Betrayal Road Trip is a quite a bitter ditty. It's from their bit, one of their bitter ditties. You know, they've got a few. Here it is. Oh, here it is. One, two, one, two, nine, eleven. Why the fuck did you drive away without us? Did you think that you could leave us behind? You assholes left us here trying to board a Greyhound bus. Did you think that you could leave and we just wouldn't? Elizabeth Taylor betrayed, betrayed, 
what? Controlled demolition brought the buildings down, they say. Who is they? Them. Who? Trust me, and Building 7, smoking gun. What? They weren't planes. They were holograms. We saw them go into the buildings. No, we didn't. We did. No. What were they then, if they weren't planes? Missiles sent by President Bush. Ugh, this song is over. You're ridiculous. You're ridiculous. Just, yeah. It's just, and then it just, my God. <laughs> thanks, thanks for listening. You can find us on uh, Twitter, uh, at Mystery on the Rocks, spelled R-O-X. Uh, you can find us on Instagram as well, same, same. You can email us on uh, mysteryontherocks at gmail.com, spelled R-O-C-K-S. Uh, you can also find us on Twitch, where we stream on Thursdays at 8 p.m. That's twitch.tv slash mysteryontherocks, spelled uh, CKS and you can also find us individually we're also on Twitter Instagram all that stuff Suze yes twitter.com slash UK or twitch.tv and or twitch.tv slash Kempner all one word and you can find Chris twitter at underscore Chris underscore Stokes or twitch.tv slash Chris underscore Stokes and I am on twitter uh, at Masood Milas all one word or you can find me on twitch as well as twitch.tv slash Masood Milas all one word uh, yeah that's it that's, that's the whole that's thing that's it bye everybody see you next week bye bye, bye. <laughs> goodbye <laughs> bye <laughs> <laughs> do Taylor Come on, Chris, do Taylor. No. <laughs> he stopped recording. Okay, bye. Mystery on the rocks, oh yeah. Mystery on the rocks, yeah. Mystery Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.